Thank you for joining the South African Council of Shopping Centres on our second podcast. The subject of this podcast is the South Africa Quarterly Retail Trading Density Index 2021 Quarter 2 Results. This index produced by MSCI and sponsored by the South African Council of Shopping Centres provides a valuable quarterly insight to the broader retail community into the performance of the formal retail property sector. Stay tuned as we hand over to Eileen Andrew, the Vice President of Client Coverage at MSCI Real Estate for a summary of the second quarter results for 2021 Retail Trading Index. Hello and welcome to the second MSCI SACSC podcast. We had such great feedback from the first podcast that we decided to do it again. This time we're looking at the quarter two 2021 trading density results. Before I dive into a sea of numbers, let me give you some feedback about where we get our data from and our methodology. MSCI Real Estate has been measuring property returns in South Africa since 1999. The data itself goes all the way back to 1995. We measure direct property investment in 33 countries globally. We use the same methodology everywhere, which allows investors in direct property a comparable view against geographies and property types. It is important to note that the data we use is owner-verified. We collect all our data straight from the owners for every building, check every piece of data, and make sure that our level of accuracy is always high. Our data is not surveyed, it is achieved sales and income numbers, not estimates or best guesses. In South Africa, we collect data for about 400 billion rands worth of properties, That's about 2,500 properties. The Trading Density Universe is compiled of 111 shopping centres across South Africa with over 5 million square metres of space. That's roughly 14,000 tenants from whom we collect data monthly. The index is updated and published as a quarter-on-quarter growth rate of trading density. This allows us to track seasonality and retail spend. It is reported by shopping centre size that aligns with SACSC shopping centre definitions. Tracking the annualised trading density growth allows us to understand and identify key market trends. We're looking for green shoots after the desolation that 10 years of low economic growth further entrenched by COVID has left us. When might occupational demand for retail space increase? Overall, the annualised trading density weighted by GLA grew by 7.6% for Q2 2021. While this may seem like extraordinary growth above inflation, we need to remember that this growth is off a low base, which included the hard lockdown. It is nevertheless growth in a market which has been declining for the last five quarters, so we'll take the positives where they come. If we look at the overall month-on-month change in trading densities, backtracking to April 2020 when lockdown restrictions were at their most severe, trading density decreased by 65%. It then recovered gradually each month through to October where we saw growth but declined again in November and December as the second wave of COVID hit. Quarter 1 of 2021 again saw improvements as the second wave subsided, and in Q2 we saw trading density grow in each month of the quarter. This steady increase in trading density through 2021 shows us the willingness of South African shoppers to venture back into shopping malls when it is safe to do so. However, the third wave, which peaked during this last winter, has taken longer to abate, and will have dampening effects on the shoppers' return to our malls. This highlights the need for increased vaccinations. Community shopping centres continue to pull ahead of the larger formats with an 18% trading density growth. That said, the larger formats have all seen growth in quarter two, the best of which were super regionals, which was hardest hit during the lockdown. It grew by 8.8%, followed by small regionals and regional shopping centres, both growing by 6.6%. 
If we compare June 2021 to June 2019, community shopping centres are the only format to have grown its trading density to pre-COVID levels. The biggest laggard is super-regional shopping centres still down by 12%, followed by regionals down by 9%. While super-regionals may not have fully recovered to pre-COVID levels, they are still showing the fastest recovery pace this year after being hit hardest in 2020. Where has this improved trading density come from? There are two ways that trading density can grow. One is a higher footfall, that is more people walking through the door but spending the same amount of money. And two is the same number of people walking through the door, but each of them spending a little bit more. I suppose there is a third way of increasing trading density, and that's more people through the door spending more. But let's not get ahead of ourselves, we are in an economic crisis. Foot counts have remained reasonably steady in quarter two when compared to quarter one, with a pickup in May and then a slight decline again in June. They are marginally higher when compared to the same month in 2020. Although lockdown restrictions were more severe during the first wave, COVID infection rates were significantly lower. If we compare the foot counts in June 2021 to 2019, they are only half what they were back then. In May, it was increased foot count and increased spend that drove the improved trading density. But in June, trading density improvement was a result of bigger basket size of fewer shoppers. This has been a consistent trend through COVID waves where shoppers visit malls less often but spend more during their visit. Digging deeper into the categories of tenants, the top five categories occupying space in our malls are food, apparel, department stores, health and beauty and food service. Among these, food, predominantly grocers, and apparel are back to pre-COVID levels, trading again at 30,000 rand per square metre and 42,000 rand per square metre respectively in June 2021. Food has increased by 3.5% since January 2020, sparking in March last year because of COVID stockpiling. Apparel's recovery has been a consequence of right-sizing, as store sizes are smaller per square metre than they were previously. Larger malls have less apparel than they did pre-COVID, indicating a survivor bias. Food services are still struggling, showing some improvement since the hard lockdown in 2020, but they still have a long way to go before they reach pre-COVID levels. Their recovery has been best in the smaller format shopping centres. Tough economic conditions exacerbated by COVID have placed immense stress on tenants' ability to continue trading and paying their rentals. To understand the relationship between turnover earned by the tenant and the gross rentals asked by the landlord, we continue to keep a keen eye on the rent-to-sales ratio. The rent-to-sales ratio has steadily climbed since 2009 for all shopping centre types, with the exception of community centres. This has been the only shopping centre type where turnover has grown faster than rentals over the last 10 years. Super regional shopping centres saw the biggest rise in the rent-to-sales ratio from 2017 to 2019 as rentals grew faster than turnover. We saw spikes in rent-to-sales ratios in 2020 as a very large proportion of shopping centres, especially the larger format shopping centres, were unable to trade. These spikes were moderated through COVID concessions offered by landlords to tenants in a bid to ensure their sustainability through the crisis. These COVID discounts have remained in place in 2021 as landlords continue to support small businesses, especially in tenant categories worse affected by COVID and the restrictions. Q1 of 2021 saw some relief in rent-to-sales ratio because of rent reversions across all retail formats. Q2 saw rent-to-sales ratios come down even further nearly to pre-COVID levels, not only because of rental reversions as was the case in Q1, but also because of increased sales. This is positive for both landlord and tenant because it demonstrates a more sustainable environment for tenants to continue operating in. 
This is not consistent across all tenant categories. Tenant categories such as food service in particular have seen increases in their rent-to-sales ratios. While overall we are seeing more tenant sustainable environment within malls, vacancies are still rising as tenants choose not to renew their leases. They are rethinking the amount of space they need and are more selective about the malls they choose to operate from. Smaller tenants faced with economic uncertainty are hesitant to commit to new leases. The overall vacancy number for shopping centres was 3.8% in 2019. It is now 6.8%. The highest vacancy is in small regionals at 8.2%, followed by super regionals at 7.4%. Even community shopping centres, which have been the most resilient in terms of trading density, have shown vacancies increasing year-on-year by 1.7%. If you've listened to the first podcast, you might recall me asking you to remember two take-home points. The first around the initial signs of recovery starting to show, and the second was about rental reversions being in place for some time to come. Both still hold, but I will leave you with this. For any real recovery, meaning that we get back to where we were in 2019, and then some, we need an environment of certainty and economic growth. A substantial uptake in COVID vaccinations will go a long way to creating this environment. I urge you personally to be vaccinated for the good of our health and our economy. On a closing note, you may have noticed that I have not mentioned the unrest and looting that occurred in August. As these figures I have talked to only go to Q2 2021, they don't affect any effects from these events. We will report on them in the next quarter. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope it was informative. Stay safe, get vaccinated. Goodbye. Please visit our website www.sacsc.co.za for the latest updates and to download the research report from the members section. We look forward to bringing you our next podcast soon.